It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast for a Monday. That means we'll look back uh, over the uh, weekend. We had uh, both boys and girls basketball action. There was some high school hockey over the weekend, and uh, we'll try to get to it all. Plus, because uh, Brady is a gambling addict, um, we have to do <laughs> okay. picks. Okay. You're upset because I actually have the lead in the picks for once. Oh, I, I have a two-game lead. The only picks I care about are the football picks, and I won that. Revisionist history. The rest of it is meaningless to me. High school basket that's as random as it gets. At just exactly. throwing darts up at a board. Well, I'm good that, at darts, that's, too. That's, so That's all that that is. And, uh, and yeah. So, anyways, um, we'll do picks just to appease Brady's gambling addiction. Since I can't get an intervention together because all of his friends are gamblers, too. (laughs) Why are you? What? Gamblers and drinkers. That's that's the Brady Beaton story. That'll be the title. That'll be the title of your autobiography. Oh my god! You are feisty (laughs) this morning. Wow! It's it's a Monday. I came in with the gloves on. Wow! Came in with the gloves off. I was ready to go. I know we had some annoying things to do before we got started but dang i was not expecting this kind of just fire coming at me uh we're adding a game to the schedule yes i'm gonna do another double dip with uh hockey yes. figured we owe you one because we were looking at the tuesday schedule and there's uh, there's really only one game that we're yes. gonna do on tuesday every so. other game is 50 miles away and it's like one local team versus a not local team and 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 they're not real like interesting matchups right it's a lot of there there isn't a ton going on tuesday no like we i mean some of the games we were talking about like we it would be like number 10 on a game we'd think about doing on any other day so uh with with that in mind uh we'll add a hockey game tonight marysville chippewa valley uh face off at eight so they're the game after Mm -hmm. the uh northern game against gross point north tonight and that'll all be on stream one while on stream two you will be I will be doing some basketball from St. Clair High School. Lance Cruz taking on the St. Clair boys. First time we get to see them play this year. I've seen the boys. Oh, yeah, you have seen them, I haven't s- you? I, uh, against uh, Marine City. That's right. It was a really you, good game. You 40, did it early on. 48-47 yeah. or 49-48. It feels like a lifetime ago. It, it seems like um, a lot has happened over a, a far stretch, but really um, – it's only been a couple of weeks. We're just been we've been doing so much that it's been a lot of fun, and it makes it seem like we've already done an entire season so far. I think we've done more basketball already than we, we did, did full. all football season. Yeah, that's what happens when you have games every night. Yeah, but that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a break and we'll get uh, cracking uh, right at it in just a moment. The Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you are back with Dennis and Brady, and we'll start with Friday. It was a girls' night, uh, and we'll start with my game um, because my game was interesting, uh, at least for one half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marysville played uh, St. Clair. Uh, this game was a five-point game at halftime. Marysville was up 23-18. to 18, And uh, Brady, they went on a 
25 to nothing run that started with a free throw just before halftime to stretch a four-point game to a five-point game. Mm-hmm. And then they scored the first 24 points of the second half and outscored St. Clair in the second half 24 to 4. And the Saints got their four points in the last 90 seconds of the half. That will uh that's a recipe for success of a team that we were kind of wondering where they were going to get their scoring from. Well, and it was two games that week that they did that because remember uh, early in the week they played Marine City and it was 10 to 9 at halftime mm-hmm. and they outscored them 37 to 10 in the second half. So they outscored the opposition uh what 61 to 14 in the second half last week. <laughs> Stop and think about that for a minute. 61 to 14 uh and 27 of those 61 points in the second half scored by Caitlin Kane. Yeah, she found out uh she found out her rhythm this uh this week and they needed to find someone to step up and do the scoring for them it was all in the paint against marine city she actually stepped outside the arc and knocked down four three-pointers against st Clair and finished with 22 points after getting 20 earlier in the week so uh, we said where are they going to get scoring from she averaged 21 points a game uh this uh past week um and wasn't the only contributor because i'm looking at my book here five six seven eight nine different girls scored for marysville on friday night that's and yeah Nat- and natalie husson chipped in with uh nine points she's probably uh height wise their biggest player um and and but she can handle the ball she plays a lot of guard um or they can throw her down there and post her up. And when Kane scores in the paint, it's usually her driving the basketball. She's got quick hands. She gets a lot of steals and breakaways and layups. Mm. Um, When she decides, I'm going down the lane. If you want to get in my way, I'm going to run you over. And it's, at least last week, was a recipe for success for her. Maybe we were a little quick to judge Marysville after playing a very good PH team coming off a loss, so you knew they were motivated. Marysville all of a sudden seems like they're in control of the Matt Gold. But it, it's interesting how close these games were at half and how competitive they were to all of a sudden, like, why does Marysville have so much extra gas for the second half of these games while their opponents are running out of gas? And St. Clair's not a team that slows down the pace. They run up and down the court. They press. Marine City tried to run up and down the court with them too, and, and they just ran out of gas in the second half. Yeah, it's Marysville, a team that we didn't think really much of. We didn't even, I don't think either of us put them in our top five on Friday. I think they'll find a spot in there now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would I would say so. Um, they held Christina Bohm to four points. And, that, and, that seems to be the, the common factor. Christina Bohm doesn't score. St. Clair struggles to win. Not that the other players aren't putting up their points. They are just. It seems like it's either 25 or 5 for Bohm. Well, and the, the other thing was Saros uh, got into foul trouble. Lore scored 23 against Sterling Heights, but only had two points against Marysville. So, obviously, um, different kind of defense, too. Yeah. Yeah. Marysville, like you said, they fly around. So. And, and they gave up, what, 41 points in two games this week or the last week. Yeah, and what did they give up against uh, Port here on high? A 56. Lot. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, I think we were a bit quick to judge the Vikings. So uh, Kane with 22, Natalie Husson with nine, uh, Avery Walters four points. Sky Gottler led St. Clair with five points. Um, and then you had Bohm and uh, Ashlyn Zimmer with four points each. Yeah, that's rough night for the Saints, but I'm sure they'll bounce back. They like playing in their own gym, so when they get back to home cooking, I'm sure they'll get something, something going for them. I would think so, and that gold, let's take a look at the gold now uh, for the ladies. you got Roseville, 2-0 and 3-0, and and then it's Marysville, 2-0 and 2-1, and, mm-hmm. and St. Clair, 2-1, and 3-2, and, and then Marine City, 1-2, and 2-2 and after they bounced back Which, with a win over Yeah, Fitzgerald. they had a horrid shooting. I want to say they shot 17% combined in their two games against St. Clair and Marysville, and they did not shoot 17%. They came out uh, in the first, first half, two 17-point quarters to start the game for them. They actually ended up with three 17-point quarters. The first, second, and fourth, they, they put up the points. Uh, Chloe Austin... Had 17 points, hit a couple threes, just flying around. Um, Layla Comet had 11, so they shot the three ball well. They hit uh, six, seven, no, seven total threes. Olivia Volkman actually added one near the end of the game. So, yeah. uh, and I saw Jade Blanchard scored nine points. Yeah, she she played the freshman played really nice. Yeah, and, and I I think she'd had maybe two points in the two games before that. Yeah, and I think they needed some shots to fall just to get some confidence. Because once they started rolling, they're like, okay, yes, this is this is what we do. We score. We we move up and down. They, yeah, they. I mean, they dominated. The game was thirty-four to seven at the half. They ended up winning fifty-five twenty-three. Yeah, they 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 did what we expected Marine City to do. Now, since the girls they get a chance to come back, I'm really curious to see what happens when they run it back with both uh, Marysville and Saint Clair because those are. Bad shooting nights of biblical proportions. Well, that, that's the, the thing because at home, clearly it's a different story. 61 against Clawson, mm-hmm. 55 against Fitzgerald, but then you go on the road, what, they had 19 points at Marysville and 28 points at St. Clair. Why is it so dear? And those are not gyms that they're unfamiliar with. No, but I, I can tell you I don't know why, and I had someone tell me this um, after one of the games I was at Marysville. It doesn't matter who they who's playing there. Teams not named Marys will have trouble shooting in Marysville's gym. Like you just for some reason teams struggle to make the three there. Boys, girls, doesn't matter, and I don't know what it is because it's not like there's anything funky about the gym. It's not like it's a hockey rink converted to a basketball court or like the background's weird. It's just no, you'll it's, see, it's well lit. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Teams struggle to shoot in that gym. Interesting. Uh, Gross Point North knocked off uh, PH on Friday night, 57-44, despite 17 from Morgan James and 17 from Julia Gilbert. Uh, PH playing without Emma Trombley right now. The, the foot is in a boot, and they've dropped two in a row, and they're 2-3 and three overall and 1-2 and two in the red where the Gross Point teams are the teams to beat right now? North is three and zero in league and four and one overall. South is two and one in league and five and one overall. Yeah, I mean, in the red, you don't have room for error, and you, that little room of comfort and losing Emma Trombley, 
Yeah, that that evaporates any leeway you had, and they're st- I mean they're still hanging with these teams. Don't get me wrong, like you said, Morgan James, Julia Gilbert, really good players. Uh, they have a lot of depth, but the Reds a gauntlet. You need all systems going for uh, Port here on high. Yeah, they're probably out of the Red Division now. That's what their third loss overall. One and two, one and one two, two in the league, two and three yeah. overall. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to figure it out. Um, but I think, yeah, we knew it was gonna be a gauntlet of a schedule. If but, I would have said five games into the girls' season, PH and Northern would have identical records, mm-hmm. uh, and Dakota would be in last place in the red without a league win. Yeah, no, I would have been very, uh, <laughs> very apprehensive of that, and I probably would have called you some names. <laughs> Well, I mean, which I could you have, might anyways. Which I could have seen both Port here on high and Northern having the same record. I probably would have thought the record would have been four and one, though. Okay, yeah, we go that way. Northern had a heartbreaker on Friday against Eisenhower, forty nine forty six, despite getting twenty one from Ali Shagney and ten point seven rebounds from Jersey McGregor. I understand this was a, a buzzer game. I believe so. At the buzzer, from what I saw, uh, it was forty six forty six in the final minute, and Ike I think just hit a three to. To, to seal the game. That would have been a big win for Northern down at Ike, too. Uh, Ike's off to a decent start. Uh, they're 3-2 and two overall, but they're 2-1 and one in league, so uh, they are tied with Gross Point South for the second spot in the red, just a game behind Gross Point North. Yeah, it's uh, – the red's tough. It's, it's why it's the top league, and we say it in every sport. The difference between, in most sports, the best in the red or the worst in the red and the middle of the white is about the same as the middle of the white to, like, the top of the silver. Yeah. Two-team race in the white. Lance Cruz North, 3-0 and in league, 5-0 and on the season, and Anchor Bay is 2-1 in league, 4-1 and on the uh, season. Anchor Bay rolled Stevenson on Friday night, 65-41. to Yeah, and they're in the same district as those two teams, Port here on High, Port here on Northern, Dakota, who's all of a sudden the worst team in that yeah. district, and Marysville. Yeah, that that's... Sudden, suddenly, that is really a perplexing uh, league because you, you know PH is better than their record. They're going to get, yeah, especially when they get Emma Trombley. Back. Uh, Northern has figured it out. Marysville has figured it out. Lance Cruz North and Anchor Bay are tough. So, yeah, all of a sudden, Dakota Who's the favorite? Anchor is, Bay? is the team that's – Lance Cruz North? I, w- I would have to say if you're, if you're going by records right now, you have to go with Lance Cruz North as the favorite with Anchor Bay a uh, very close second. Yeah, that's going to be a gauntlet. Like we said, not all districts are created equal. No. Um, no you that, run- that's a district of death. East Point beat New Haven 47-44. Uh, Croslex 50, Elginac uh, 31. Just a quick peek of the uh, BWAC uh, schedule. It's actually Imlay City, North Branch, and Yale that are off to great starts. Imlay City hasn't lost a league game Yeah, uh, their yet. one loss is what, Bay City, John Glenn or something? Yeah. Uh, Sandusky beat Marlette 32-25. Well, Sandusky is is uh, 5-1 and one on the season, 3-1 and one in the GTC East. Harbor Beach is actually the undefeated at 2-0 and oh in league play, 2-1 and one overall. Ubley beat Brown City 36-27 to, uh, to round out Friday night's uh, girls' uh, scores. Um, and uh, Ubley and Brown City are kind of neck and neck, uh, kind of in the middle of the pack in the GTC uh, East. Um, as far as the boys were concerned, uh, Friday night, real quick, 
Elmont beat North Branch 53-26. The word I got out of that, now Elmont and Croslex are both 5-0 and in league, 5-0 and overall. Um, and was that they didn't – Elmont didn't like the way they played in this game. They felt they played down to North Branch, and North Branch hasn't won a game yet mm-hmm. this year. And I'm thinking, you, you won the game by, what, 17 17- Points, but they only put up 53 points. And you're disappointed with how they played. Yeah, hold your opponent to 36. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would say that's a good win, but all words was is that they weren't happy with the way they played in, in that uh, game. And how about Armada? What a bounce back. Beating a good Emily City team, 69-41. to 41. Yeah, that, that was the thing, holding Emily City to 41 points because they've been scoring upwards of 60 a game. Yeah. And so – they get shellacked by Cross Lex. Can't do anything offensively. Basically, got more than half their points from the line against the Pioneers, and then they put up basically seventy points the next night against a top tier BWAC team. Again, you get four guys though scoring double digits for you. Ketting had sixteen. Uh, Sneezak had thirteen. Sutton had twelve. And you said Sutton's a pretty good player. Yeah. Uh, and then Alec Albrecht added ten points. So that's not even McKenzie. I right. think had like four points. Yeah. It's been kind of a weird year like that where good teams have been winning games where guys that you'd think would lead the way for them yeah. are having off nights, but other guys are picking them that's up. Why they're I guess good that's teams. why they're good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Zach Dingwell uh, with 12 points. Uh, he's like the eighth different Spartan player to score in double digits this year. They have depth. They just need to all click at the same time. Obviously, they weren't on Friday night. Uh, Peck got a one-point win over Kingston, 42-41. Um, uh, and uh, let's see, what else do do we have for you? What? I wanted to real quick look. Oh, Peck oh. is undefeated. They're 2-0 and in league at 3-0 and overall uh, for the boys. Uh, Deckerville in overtime beat Mayville 50-45, to and Bay City All Saints uh, cruised past CPS 51-22. The CPS boys are 0-4 on the year and having problems scoring points. Yeah. And don't forget Thumb Legion uh, after a tie. With I was going to do hockey later. Oh, okay, fine. Then I'll just because I wanted to get into Saturday's boys' games with you, but I thought we'd gotcha. take the break first. Sounds good. Okay, we're, we're we're back on the same page now. Yes. Okay. So we'll do that, and then we'll talk about what we saw on Saturday, which was a lot because we did three games. We did. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Lots of boys basketball on uh, Saturday. Uh, Brady saw two games, so we'll start at 1 o'clock on Saturday. You were over at PH as the Big Reds took on uh, Lakeview. Uh, yeah. Lakeview, one of those teams that uh, we've uh, had on our radar uh, as being uh, one of the better teams uh, in the uh, – what are we – we're blue-gold here? We uh, Silver-bronze. Silver-bronze. Yeah. Silver-bronze. Blue-gold in the next game. Yes. Next two games. Um, no. Mary's a silver-bronze, too. Oh, okay. I know. It's a lot of, a lot of colors, a lot of confusion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Portland High Miami. struggles to shoot the three. Uh, that's – the biggest root of their problems i've seen their last eight quarters of basketball they've hit two three-pointers that just won't win games um they especially when you're playing a team that hasn't lost yeah lakeview's good i they had a lot of good players they didn't have anyone that blew me away um ph just I mean, struggled. You, you expect Ethan Balon to score something from the field. He only had six points, all from the free throw line, four of which actually came off of technical free throws. Uh, I mean, Jaden Ashford had another nice game. He had 14 points. Nate Oriole, I thought, played really well. Uh, another sophomore for them. So the young guys are kind of stepping up for them. Uh, but really, besides those two guys, you had Jace Mullins with eight, and he got a lot of those early in the game. Uh, you, you 
you got to get more than four points out of Shaka Brown. He's a, he's athletic enough. He's good enough. He can get you ten points on any given night. They just cannot get the lid off the hoop. Sixty to forty-two. They they lost to Lakeview, and really going into the fourth quarter, it was yeah, it was twenty. They had twenty-four points. Yeah, and and you gave a stat during the game. I I think Oriole banked in a three late in the fourth quarter, and you said yeah. that's their second three pointer in two games. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, that three-pointer he made, it was in garbage time. Yeah, they hit one, I think, in the third against Marine City, and they hit the one Oriole in, like, with a minute left. So, PH needs to right the ship, and they need to do it quickly. Um, yeah, they just need to get more out of their high-level guys. Like I said, you, you, you expect Ethan Balon, you, you almost need him to go 15 a night. You, you need him to get in the double digits every single night you need Shaka Brown to add six eight ten points a night because if they keep getting this production out of Ashford and Oriole you're you're sitting pretty good I mean and 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 Balon is a guy that last year showed us he could pop 20 to 24 in a game right but this year he's the center point of the scouting report a little bit different when you're the number one ball handler. And Jace Mullins has kind of given us what we asked him to do at the beginning of the year, about 10 points a night. Uh, I mean, I can go check to see what he had against Marysville. He had eight there against uh, Marysville. He had five. Um, but he's bringing in seven, ten boards a night. He's not too far off of what you would need from him, but... Yeah, PH just struggling to shoot the three. They need to get hot from downtown, and they need to do it quickly. Northern didn't really need to shoot the three on Saturday because uh, it was a dunk fest for them at Anchor Bay. Yeah, have you Um, seen that many dunks in a high school basketball game? Been a while. And actually, the last time, it was a Northern game. Really? When uh, Jim Harbaugh was uh, there watching McGregor, and they just kept running plays for McGregor to dunk. Just kept Which throwing. was actually kind of fun. Uh, but uh, I had Tyler Jamison for 12 and Kastorowski for 13. One wears 22 and one wears 32. So you might have flipped one. Or they might have flipped, flipped one because they gave Jamison 14, 10, and 10, mm-hmm. which I, I yeah. believe the other numbers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he he was dishing, uh, but but he also had, I, I think it was two or three dunks. They had they had four or five, uh, and and whoever put the video out, that's great. Yes, that because awesome. I just I, I tweeted after three quarters because they had like three dunks in the third, and I just like uh, Northern dunks their way through the third, and they were up like thirty one points. Yeah, um, and all of a sudden that tweet became the the theme to a video. Yes, which was awesome. <laughs> which it was, was awesome, awesome to see that. <laughs> no, because and yeah, they were they weren't like. Oh, will he just kind of like rolls his wrist over? No, those were, yeah, big boy dunks. Yeah, they they were they were slamming them down. Anchor Bay didn't have an, an answer, um, and, and Anchor Bay played a thousand people. First off, they have a roster that's got seven hundred and eight people Should on it. Should be illegal. Uh, and uh, and then thirdly, thir- they they had two guys that scored in the JV game and the varsity game. Right, because of the five quarter rule. Yeah. They can play what five quarters a night, yeah. I believe it is, yeah. so, which is. And they didn't get in until the the fourth when it was right. it was over, 
but but actually, I thought the two kids they put in the one kid's name was Stout. Uh, I, he was their best player. <laughs> was it when I saw Anchor Bay? It seemed like they had no flow to an offense. They had no they had no really flow to their rotation either. Excuse me. Well, I was surprised how they played because I thought they'd slow it down. Like I'm used to seeing uh, what Jim Barnes did in Richmond, mm-hmm. where they really mucked it up. In, in BWAC games, and they won by low scores. Since he's gone to Anchor Bay, they're, it's it's a different style, and they, and they tried to – Well, they tried to slow it down against Marysville. Well, they tried to run with Northern, and that didn't work out too well for them. Yeah, no, obviously. That game was over, I mean, what, a half hour into the game? Yeah, that, it, it, it was over uh, early. Um, I think at, at one point the, the Tars made a push and got it to within like 10 – late in the first half, but yeah, it, it it was never really, it was a game where it was never really in doubt, even when it was close as to who the better team was and, mm-hmm. and who was going to win. And and McNeil was in foul trouble right away. He barely played in the first half. Um, he uh, he got two fouls like real quick and they, and they, uh, they brought him out of the, uh, the game, but um, the, the guys that filled the role really did uh, a good job for them. In fact, I want to give uh, kudos to Malachi Mitchell. He only had two points, but I think he had six or seven rebounds. And in the first half, when McNeil was primarily on the bench, because then they put him in to start the second, and he picked mm. up a third foul right away. So he didn't score in the first half. He didn't do anything. Then they put him in in the third quarter, and he scored eight points. And then they didn't need him for the fourth quarter. Yeah. No, that game was way out of hand. So they outscored him 21-5 to five in the third Jeez. and 17-4 to four in the first. So – Northern, another undefeated area team. That's what? We have four undefeated. You have Northern, Croslex, Almont, and then the team I saw Saturday night, Marysville. They exploded offensively. 21 points in the first quarter. Uh, They did give up 12, which is uncharacteristically high, but their defense just got better throughout the night. They gave up 12 in the first, 10 in the second, 9 in the third, 7 in the fourth. In route to a 63-38 victory. DeMarco Singleton, he had a, a fine first half. Like, he didn't do anything crazy. I believe he had nine at the break. He came out and he just took over that game. He had 13 points in the third quarter, including three threes. And the thing I think that was most impressive that he did is he was just outmanning people for rebounds. Like, you would see him or crash the board from the wing he'd go up there'd be two sterling heights defenders he'd grab it and just rip it away from him he just worked harder than sterling heights and you could tell he was stronger than them so uh yeah marys will beat sterling heights 63 38 demarco singleton with 26 larry smayfield just quietly added 14 like he does evan woodard with 10 and then i think as a team they hit eight threes that's a recipe for success. They had five different uh, players hit a three. Wow. Yeah. They can shoot. They can shoot for um, Sterling Heights. Ishtag Maher uh, had 10 points, the only stallion in double digits. They just, yeah, 21 points in the first, 21 points in the third. Marysville, uh, they're, they're good. They are good, and they are shooting well from downtown. Uh, Croslex went to 5-0. and all. No problems with Gross Point North, 52-33. to 33. Hunter Soper with 22. Jake Townsend, only nine points. Tyler Johnson, only seven points. 
Yeah, and they only – yeah, oh, wow. They only put up 52 points. Again, they're averaging – They hold another opponent in the Here's the, the thing. Their defense is next level. They have far and away the best defense in the area. They are giving up, on average, 31 points a game. And you also have to remember – that's with basically in every fourth quarter, they put it in neutral and just coast to the end. I don't mean coast by they don't stop playing hard. Hunter Soper doesn't really play a lot in the fourth quarter. Tyler Johnson doesn't play a lot in the fourth quarter. They could be holding teams in the 20s if they had their starters in the whole And time. scoring more points. Yes. And yes. They, they, could, they could easily, if they wanted to just do it, they could easily score 70 a game. Oh, I don't 100%. see any reason why they wouldn't be able to, to no. hit that mark every game if they did it offense first. Yeah, because they, they just have their way with teams, basically. I mean, they get out to a big – they do what really good – they do what great teams should do. They get out to a big lead, they crush any hope the other team has, and then they just stay the course to the end. This week – uh, they have a game against Elmont on Friday. That's going to be the big test of the week. Yeah, Elmont's got a uh, a big week this week because they've got to play Armada and they've got to play Croslex. And this is the week we find out just where Elmont stands. Yeah, are the Raiders legit or are they a little bit of fool's gold, I guess? Well, I, I, I am hearing um, from a pretty reliable source that they like to just jack threes. They'll shoot them from everywhere. And right now they're making them. Hey, I mean, yeah, you look at their point totals. Actually, um, they put up a lot. They put up what? Let me see here. Let me get the exact number so I don't misrepresent. 80, and then in double overtime, 64, 95, 73, and then only 53, and they thought they played bad that game. Yeah. Only. Joey Joey Sable, uh, who had uh, 27 points against Emily City, uh, in, in the game uh, is absolutely, I guess, he he's the guy that, that shoots the most threes and makes the most threes. But they've got three or four kids that are knocking them down right now. So, yeah, Elmont, I mean, they play uh, Armada, like you said, on Wednesday. That's a 430 game. That's weird. They've got a couple of 430 games. Yeah, that's weird. Um, at Arma- I like it. I do too. Um, but you're going to find out real quick. Because uh, the Tigers, are, like I said, I know they kind of got handled by Croslex. They're still probably only going to lose three or four games on the year. And I don't know if the Almont's going to be one of them. Oh, well, I, we're, again, like I say, we'll know all of, well, everything we need to know about Almont by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Are, are they the real deal that we need to be throwing into the mix here? Or like you said, is it just that so far they've played teams they could handle? And again, they're in a district with Armada, Croslex, Marysville, Emily City, Yale. This is a week where they can make a statement Mm -hmm. or they can sandbag and save the good stuff for when they get into the district. Yeah. I'm sure that's what they'll do. (laughs) I'm sure it's not what they'll do. Hey, after an 0-4 start, Cardinal Mooney has won two in a row. Beat Cranbrook on Saturday, 51-39. to Kevin Everhart, uh, Everhart scored 11, and uh, Trent Rice with uh, 10 points. Trent Rice having a very good season for them. Yeah, which, by the way, I mean, an 0-4 start is uh, misleading. They're playing they, – their losses were to who? Lance Cruz North, New Haven. Who else did they lose to? Uh, Gabriel Richard 
and Stony Creek. That's a tough slate for any school, let alone Cardinal Mooney. Now that they're playing teams a little closer to their size and a little like in the same ballpark as them, yeah, you're starting to see the, the, the results and the wins pour in. All right, I did uh, too. Uh, you started to mention the hockey scores, and I yeah kind of cut me off, cut you off because uh, we weren't ready for that yet. But uh, as you mentioned, Thumb Legion won a couple of games, eight uh, nothing uh, over Lapeer on Friday, and nine to one they beat Tawas on Saturday. Uh, also on Saturday, Marysville picked up their first win. They beat uh, New Boston Huron six to one. I've got four of the goal scorers. I don't know who scored the other two goals. Hmm. Um, Brendan Moeller, Stephen Tummins, uh, Nathan Jero, and uh, Brandon or uh, Braden Turner. I keep calling him Brandon, and it's Braden. Uh, Braden Turner, each with a goal uh, in uh, that game. Uh, and Orchard Lake St. Mary's, um, it was actually a 3 2 hockey game in the second, and Orchard Lake St. Mary's pulled away from Northern and won 7 2. Logan O'Flanagan had both goals for the Huskies. So in the four games that they have provided stats, and they played five games. He has nine goals and four assists. And the game they didn't provide his stats for was the 9-3 win, so you know he did damage in that game. Yeah. So he's he's got to have ten or more goals this season in five games. Yeah, he's uh, he can find the back of the net. So, And then, what, Thumb Legion just cruised to a couple of wins? Yeah, just just cruise. Now, mind you, Lapeer and, and Tawas, I, I think combined, they haven't won a game unless they played each other, and then that probably ended in a 0-0 tie. So those are two bad teams, but they did to them what you're supposed to do to bad teams. And it, it's not a joke. I know it's easy to kind of go, oh, yeah, whatever, kids from Sandusky, bad acts, whatever. They played Marysville tough. They had a 2 nothing lead. They played Marysville tough. That was a good game. Those were two teams that were evenly matched at the time that that game was played. Which, by the way, Thumb Legion is still the best team name in in the state. I was calling them Legion of Doom when I was texting you. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. <laughs> Thumb Legion. So, uh, and they're the, the guy that follows them up there for the newspaper mm. uh, just calls them Legion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike Gallagher. Yeah. yeah. He just calls him Legion or The Legion. Yes, because it's awesome. Great name. <laughs> I'm glad you oh, like it. Amazing name. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there's something out there that makes you happy because that's, you know. You, know, it's you act like I'm the grumpy it, it's one. It's debatable sometimes. Oh, You've okay. become jaded. COVID has made you a jaded person. No, it has not. You were happy-go-lucky Brady in August, and then COVID happened, and you have just been a Have sour I not just? How? Listen to you. It's not how loud you get. Loud doesn't mean you're jaded. Angry. You're angry and you're bitter and and you're just mean. I think you're t- it's time for a break. You're, you're just a mean person, Brady Beaton. Just go to a break. We'll do our picks next. Jeez, you're going to make me mad. See how mean he's getting? Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 
800-800-7700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Service. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's uh, get to, to uh, um, the, uh, the the gambling part of well, the show. let's do a little housekeeping before then. Some, just a few things to talk about. One, uh, we won't spend a ton of time on it. Prowlers did not look good. I don't think they've had, they, one, have their full roster yet, and two, They've probably had, what, three or four days of practice? Did they have that much? Maybe. And not to make excuses, but no, they did not have their full lineup. And Elmira's been weekend. playing for yeah. a month. Elmira played the Flint Mega Bowl and <laughs> been practicing, and uh, they had, like, all their guys. Uh, they've got the goalie from, I think Dylan is from Danbury. Yeah. Like, because Danbury's not playing, so some of their players um, are playing for Elmira uh, this year, yeah, they're and then on they loan. go back. To Danbury, and they got like 
their better players. Um, in fact, they were so stacked. Mafus played the first night, and then he just coached the second night. He right. didn't even dress. Yeah. So, and they still have Jurich and all those guys. So, so. But it was ten nothing on Friday and six to one on Saturday. Dalton J had the goal. But Prowlers at home this uh, weekend. If you can get tickets, the first what two hundred and fifty get in. Yep. So you can call the box office. I believe they play two against. Uh, the Columbus River Dragon. So there's a quick note there. And the other thing I wanted to mention is I think we finally have it nailed down. We will be doing some SC4 basketball games. Uh, we have, what, four different dates we're doing for them, I believe. Yeah, right now they have five home dates, and we are committed to four of them. Right. So the games are uh, Friday. They have a boys and girls doubleheader against Alpena. Um, then March 16th they host Grand Rapids Community College. Uh, the 26th is the one. Oh, sorry. We also have March 2nd. I missed that one against Wayne uh, County Community College. That's next Tuesday. Um, on Friday, Friday, March 26th, they play Glen Oaks Community College. I don't think we're doing yeah, that one that's, because that's going to be, be girls, girls district, district finals. finals night. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll have two district right. finals with local teams. If somehow the worst case scenario happens, we can do it, but I doubt. We'll end up doing that game. And then April 2nd, they host uh, Delta Community College. And then the postseason's kind of up in the air. By the time it gets to that point, it's the transition from uh, basketball to baseball. And the weather's kind of going to be a little crappy for baseball games. So I don't think it would break our hearts if we were in a gym a couple more nights. Yeah, because it is kind of a, a big deal there. They were supposed to do it last year yeah. before everything got shut down, but they are hosting the tournaments. So. The, yeah, the um, the girls' national championship and JCA Division II finals, which we might be doing a lot of basketball in a short amount of time when that comes around. So but that, it'll, it'll be fun. All right, is that all we have for housekeeping? I, I believe so. Okay, so let's get into the picks. As we mentioned, well, let's start with I reign supreme. You went nine and two, mm-hmm. um, and I went seven and four. The two we differed on, I got right. You picked uh, Lake or PH to beat Lakeview. I picked. Uh, I went with my heart. Yeah, because I'm not a savage like you who picks against the local oh. teams all the time, oh. every time. You done? Why do you hate PH so much? What? <gasps> you picked against them all football season long. I never picked against them. Until Your maybe uncle they played you the team, and you picked. Against when did them I pick against the them? Your cousin plays. When did I pick he against them? He plays Big Reds basketball, and you always pick against the Big Reds. Is it because you're afraid people will scream nepotism? The only thing I did is I put them at number <laughs> two instead of number one. <laughs> See how angry he gets? He's an angry, bitter person. Anyway, I'm ignoring you. What was the other game? Oh, uh, you picked Marysville Zill- girls to beat St. Clair. But you did it not because you knew anything secretive. You just wanted to be different than me. A little bit. And I figured I knew basketball was weird, and you're going to have games you don't expect. All right, let's get into this. We've dragged this on too long. You have a <laughs> pair of hockey games. We'll start Gross Point North at Northern. I know nothing about Gross Point North hockey. Do you know anything about Gross Point North hockey? They're decent. Okay, are they decent enough to beat the Huskies? I like the way the Huskies are playing. I know they lost their last game, but uh, everybody loses at Orchard Lake St. Mary's uh, usually. Um, so I like the way Northern's playing. The big line is big. Oh, Flanagan's going bonkers, uh, barless. Uh, I- I'm going to pick Northern 
to uh, win this hockey game tonight. Yeah, give me Northern over Gross Point North. I don't know. I'll take the home team. Okay. Uh, and then in another hockey game, right after that, Chippewa Valley goes uh, is at McMoran as they play Marysville. Marysville's actually looked good once they've actually got to get playing a little bit. Um, I don't know if Chippewa Valley's any good. Give me the Vikings in the in the latter part of these two games. Yeah, what do you I, think? Uh, again, uh, the Vikings struggled in the first one against Anchor Bay, but they'd been off the ice for like 12 days or something yeah. like that. Uh, played a great game with Thumb Legion that kind of, I think, woke them up and, and got the legs mm-hmm. going and the, and the timing going, and they got better and better as that game went on. Then they smoked uh, New Boston Huron over the weekend 6-1. to one. Uh, I don't think there's anything special about Chippewa Valley, so I'm going to pick the Vikings to win. And the basketball game, I will be on the call for this. Lance Cruz takes on St. Clair High. Uh, Saints what are, have been struggling as of late. They lost to uh, Lakeshore, I believe, in their last game. Lakeshore's pretty good. They are. Do the Saints bounce back, Dennis? I'll let you get first crack on this. I'm going to go with the road team here, uh, Lance Cruz, because it's a rebuild for the Saints. Doesn't mean that I don't like them. It just means that uh, I, th- I think at this stage of the season, uh, this is a game they're not quite ready to win yet or not quite no. built to win yet. Maybe at the end of the year. It's a different story. It's a different story. But uh, I do like some, some things. Hunter Richardson is a guy that I like for St. Clair and who I think has got a lot of potential to be a good player for them in well, the years to come. Well, the Mac Bold, the Blue Gold, is tough. St. Clair, like you said, they had a mass exodus. I'm taking Lance Cruz, um, but I expect this game to be very competitive, especially in St. Clair's gym. Only one game on the docket tomorrow. Dakota, who is surprisingly in last place in the MAC Red, travels to take on the Emma Trombley. Emma Trombley? Yes, that was much more eloquent than I said it. Port here on high. Big Reds. Do the Big Reds bounce back from a short two-game skid? Yeah, when we looked at this uh, at the original schedules, we're like, wow, Dakota is one of the easier games, uh, and we said it jokingly at at the time. But Dakota appears to be either off to their slowest start in years or they're down this year. And, again, don't judge PH on their record. They're playing uh, a tough schedule uh, and uh, in in – this past week without Emma Tremblay. Big big Reds are going to do this one at home. Yeah, no, you said it perfectly. Dakota's not as good as we thought they were. Port here and I still a really good basketball team. Give me the big Reds. And we'll stick. Plus, you, you, just because it's Dakota on the jersey, you get up for that game. Yes. You give your best for that game. Yes. And then Wednesday, um, we have another Port here on high game. This time the boys, they host centerline. Dennis, you want the first crack at this, this one? This is a tough pick for me. Because my heart says, pick those big reds. They're going to figure it out. This is a game that they're going to win. But actually, you know, this isn't football. And this centerline basketball team isn't awful. No. I think they're 2-1 and one to, to start the season or 2-0 or and oh, uh, to start the season. They haven't played a ton of games. Uh, the big reds are struggling. This is a tough, tough pick for me. And I know that if I go big reds, you're going to take center line because all you care about is winning the picks. Oh, my. Um, uh, but, uh, man, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to pick center line. Okay. I was also torn. This is one of the tougher ones we have to pick. I don't know if I want to pick with my heart because 
Port Huron High has not shot well. That has to change. The law of averages says a few three-pointers will go in. They're at home. Centerline struggles a bit on the road. Yeah, give me Port Huron High to beat Centerline in kind of a mucky, not pretty game, but I think they get a win against a a, a decent Centerline team. Okay, and, and that's one where I'm going to hope that, you, that you're right. Yeah. Because you know me. I want the Big Reds to win every game. Right. Uh, I also want Northern to win every game. They get uh, St. Clair at uh, home, and, and again, uh, I just watched Northern uh, play. Uh, I think that they're going to win this basketball game at home. Uh, Jamison and McNeil and Dabrowski and company uh, are going to be too much for this young Saints basketball yeah. team. Northern has too much firepower. St. Clair doesn't have enough to stop it. Give me the Huskies. Uh, speaking of the Huskies, we'll be back at Port Huron Northern on Thursday night when they host Gross Point South in a Mac Red matchup. This is a tough one, Dennis. Uh, the, this is this is another one where my heart is telling me to go one way and my brain is saying go with the numbers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with South. I have. I, I think I agree with you. No, if Northern, okay, I'll, I'll put a caveat on this. South, I think, is going to win. However, comma, if Northern can play with a little more cohesion, if they can play with, you know, like five, like a team better than the sum of its parts, they will be in this game and can win this game. I don't, didn't see the game at Ike. I'm assuming they had a little more flow. Well, too, if Ali Shagney's going to, if you tell me Ali Shagney's going to score twenty and Jersey McGregor's going to get ten and ten, mm-hmm. then I say, well, the Huskies have a real good chance of yes. winning the basketball, especially game. if Camille Keys can add another ten to fifteen points. So, but no, I think South's going to win that game. The other girls' game on the schedule for Thursday: Warren Fitzgerald at Marysville. Uh, I see. I saw Fitzgerald play against uh, Marine City. They're not going into Marysville and winning that game. Not right now. The Vikings have got it uh, going, and uh, this might be uh, a third straight game on GetStuckOnSports.com that uh, Caitlin Kane gets 20 plus. Probably. Yeah, I could see that. And for the last game, we're not picking the SC4 games, but we will finish off with Marine City at Port Huron High. The Mariners traveling up to play. The Big Reds in a game of two teams that are struggling to find an identity right now. Who comes out of this with a win? Well, I pick against the Big Reds early in the week against Centerline, but I'm picking the Big Reds at home against Marine City. Marine City, uh, size-wise, I think the Big Reds will have a little bit of an advantage, and that might be enough to to push them over the top. This is going to be a race to 45, and I think the Big Reds get there first. Um, It's going to be, again, another slow, probably very physical, a lot of fouls, but I think Port here on I has enough to knock off Marine City. So we only differ on one game. That's the center line PH game in the middle of the week. Yeah. We agree too much for as much as we argue. Well, I mean, but I like to think that um, um, we're, we're both looking at the numbers mm-hmm. and being honest about the picks. And, and, yeah, once in a while I, I pick a team because my heart leans me that way or my gut sometimes mm-hmm. leans me uh, that way and I know you do the same thing but for the most part we look at the matchups and we try to be honest about it are we right all the time no but that's sports mm-hmm. yeah it's and basketball is such a crapshoot I like I'm telling you another one of these games you're gonna go where did that come from and it's gonna surprise us so well I won't mind if it's that pH centerline game 
No, and that's that's such a hard game to call because I don't think the Big Reds are as, as bad as they looked in their two games. They're not going to shoot one of a million from three in another game. You know, the other game that it wouldn't bother me is if uh, St. Clair boys beat Lance Cruz. Yeah. So that's that, that wouldn't break my heart tonight. No, and, and again, I haven't seen St. Clair play. We've ha- They've been kind of under the radar for us, at least recently. I know we're going to get a lot more of them coming up. But, yeah, it's I don't know what to make of the St. Clair boys, and I know the blue gold's tough. Yeah. I've seen them against Marine City, but, again, Marine City and St. Clair are kind of in the same boat right now. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that was, was a one-point one point game. Mm-hmm. So... You have anything else, Dennis? That's all I've got. All right. So hopefully we'll be back on Wednesday, and we'll figure out something to talk about by then. I'm sure we will. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.